We had a bunch of great outfield breakouts in 2021. Let's talk about them next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, November 2nd. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And year in review, the outfield edition. Let's talk about those breakouts. Your third overall outfielder this past season, Teoscar Hernandez, 296 batting average, 32 homers, 92 runs, 116 RBI, 12 steals, contributes across the board. The strikeouts come way down. Scott, I think it's about time we we, we buy in on Teoscar Hernandez. I think he's legit. All right, just to be clear, not my third outfielder. For no, no, no. He finished as year. the third outfielder this past season. Yeah. That's where he finished. Yeah. Yes, he was the third. He finished third in the outfield. Yeah. Um, so we were pretty skeptical of him coming off that 2020 season where he produced like he never had before uh, because it was the 2020 season because he had produced, never produced like that before. And because he struck out nearly a third of his, nearly a third of his plate appearances. Well, that he cut that down to a quarter of his plate appearances this past year. That's a big drop in strikeout rate, a big skill change for Teoscar Hernandez. And if he's only going to strike out a quarter of the time, you look at how hard he impacts the ball, you look at the fact that he um, is a pretty good base stealer. And yeah, I'm I'm not going to project him to finish as a top three outfielder again next year, but I'll I'll have him in my top 15, especially in 5x5 leagues where those steals matter. There was only one hitter who hit 30 home runs and had 30 steals this past season. Cedric Mullins, his ADP was outside the top 400 this past season. Obviously, uh, takes this huge jump. The Scott, uh, the question is, Scott, how much are you buying into what Cedric Mullins did this past season? I am buying into it enough that I have him going in the third round of Roto Leagues, which, you know, is only a small step back that I'm projecting for him. I, I would say... Yeah, obviously the power was surprising. We never anticipated him dropping switch hitting or not. We never anticipated him being a big power source, but that was consistent over the sort over the course of the season. And stolen bases, we always knew he could do that if he got the playing time to do it. The thing that stands out the most is is that his expected batting average according to Statcast was in the 260 range basically all season. He ended up hitting 291, but it was two. 61 in the second half, more in line with those stat cast numbers, which leads me to believe maybe the second half version of Cedric Mullins was the one we should expect more going forward, kind of a middling batting average instead of a high batting average. But even so, 14 home runs, 14 steals in the second half. I mean, it's still a 30-30 pace. So, um, yeah, I think that makes sense. Third round of 5 by 5 leagues next year. Tyler O'Neill finally put it all together, managed to stay healthy, had this massive breakout season for the Cardinals, 286 batting average, 34 homers, 15 steals. Scott, this guy is a freak athlete. He's strong, he's got power, and he is really, really fast. The problem is he strikes out quite a bit. So how much uh, do you ding Tyler O'Neill for those strikeouts? Look, a little bit. I mean, anytime a guy has a big breakout season, you should probably expect him to take a little bit step back the following season. But you know, in spite of him striking out nearly a third of the time, like we've seen from Aaron Judge in past years that if you impact the ball hard enough, you can overcome that. And Tyler O'Neill comes pretty close to Aaron Judge in terms of how hard he impacts the ball. Uh, 94th percentile average exit velocity, 93rd percentile and hard hit rate. The expected stats... 274 batting average, 570 slug. I mean, they were great. They were basically in line with the actual stats he put up. 
and the fact that Tyler O'Neill contributes stolen bases along with everything else that 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 makes it easier to buy into him as well. So I don't have him ranked nearly as high for this year. I have him outside of my top twenty outfielders for next year, but still, um, somebody who I, I get the enthusiasm for him. The last name here, Brian Reynolds, another huge profit this past season. 302 batting average, 24 homers, 93 runs, 90 RBI with five steals. Uh, the question, Scott, is does he stand out enough anywhere uh, for, for you to maybe invest? Not this high, but you know, there's going to be people who are excited to draft Brian Reynolds uh, in 2022. Well, the thing about people who play Roto is they really, really, really like home runs, right? They they really like stolen bases, most of all. But after that, they really like home runs. And Reynolds isn't going to contribute many stolen bases. Home runs, the 24 he hit is probably closer to his ceiling than his floor. i probably project him for about 20. Great line drive hitter, makes a lot of contact. Um, managed to score over 90 runs, over 90 RBI in the Pirates lineup. So, I mean, he is a standout player in fantasy, but I think he'll be seen as kind of boring and maybe drop to, maybe drop beyond what he should on draft day. So Brian Reynolds is not somebody I would reach for, but he's somebody I expect to get a lot of. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers or anywhere else podcasts are found and thanks for listening to fantasy baseball today in five if you enjoyed the pod please leave a five-star review on apple we'll be back again on thursday morning bye-bye